Yo, it's your boy Blackwood London, podcast number 19. Make sure you check this out. The Riz Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Riz Podcast. This is episode 19. And on today's episode, we've got Brother Walid from Black Oud, founder of Black Oud London. And for me, I'm really excited about this podcast. Uh, Walid is someone who I've been following him. I've been, I've been a, a ghost follower. I've just been spying, yeah. spying on uh, Walid from, uh, from a distance over Instagram. And uh, one of the main reasons that I wanted to sit down with Walid today, and, and one of the main reasons that I wanted you guys to all share in some of the, um, the, the main kind of, the main kind of, turning points within Willie's life is because from from my perspective whenever I've seen your stories they've always been very very positive and they've always been very focused on giving good guidance to people mm. right I've never seen on your stories any form of hate negativity mm. it's been very very positive and very much I've seen the growth in your business yeah through not only you know what you've presented on 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 uh, you know what you've shown like even this lounge mashallah like from where you started to where you are now mm. but also your mindset and kind of your approach to advising people so from my perspective i'm really excited to be able to sit down with you because i know that this is uh i know you've done podcasts before but this is one which i think uh, is bro it's all about your journey and your life and i think that this is gonna be a really important story inshallah to tell um because there's a lot of people that need this inspiration that need someone someone's good guidance someone's good advice and just to hear that you know what the problems i'm going through mm. bro Walid also went through them so let's start from the top now let's start from who you are today right so the, Walid, how do you the, do, how do you the, introduce the yourself from the top <laughs> boy uh some people might call me nipsey ood <laughs> some people might call me <laughs> some people might call me b-tech uh b-tech nipsey hustle i just i get that all the time but um basically i'm just an ordinary brother that's just trying to make halal money man halal paper as they call it nothing exclusive about it but obviously i've kind of maybe add a little flavor to the perfume scene because obviously um visuals and like there's no urban perfume mm. like there's no like i don't have to explain it man it's just like i'm just trying to relate to people on a different trying to almost make it a more contemporary thing right more modern kind of take modern but at the same time like for instance perfumes always existed yeah, yeah, yeah. if you look at the history of uh, egyptians uh-huh. perfumes was from that time okay it's, it's okay, like okay. i didn't i didn't come i didn't bring something new to the table <laughs> but i might have just added a bit of uh flavor to it a yeah, bit yeah, of drip yeah. as they would call it yeah, out yeah, there yeah, yeah. and that's it really and try to, yeah bust down oud and uh, <laughs> you know what i'm saying and make it more like appealing more interesting you know yeah, 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 yeah. obviously you can see my graphic designer just sitting over there designing some <laughs> nice nice uh concept for my website and stuff but beautiful mashallah. but it's just I'm, i was trying to more glamorize the oud okay the same way rappers will glamorize certain music yeah, drugs yeah, 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 yeah. lifestyle i wanted to do the same way but with right. the halal concept you know because unfortunately a lot of our own people are selling drugs so mm. they just think that's the only way out but really and truly there's other things but you just have to think outside the box so that's kind of like what i wanted to maybe pinpoint but so that's interesting so um yeah. your focus there is something halal that yeah. seems to be your number one criteria yeah so whatever you're gonna do it has to be halal, man. It has to be halal, man. Yeah. Yeah. What about um, getting a job? Was that never something that you were interested in, or 
you know what's your background bro like are you some sort of chemical engineer and that's why you got into the woods because you point you know what's mad i actually have an engineering background i was doing engineering for about 10 years and uh, because of the brexit i lost my job and that's how the story happened so basically i lost my job going going being jobless for about three months it affected me and i was like okay and then it went into six months i was like no this is too much nine months when when is this roughly this happened last year so about two years now actually two years years. so in october this year it will be two years i've been doing black oud but it basically happened when i lost my job i didn't wake up one day and i thought you know what i want to sell oud Mm -hmm. today i'm gonna sell perfumes and change the game i didn't think like that Mm -hmm. oud for me at the time was like you know what i need a way out i was going through depression you know all these mad things were happening to me like i said i lost my job it was about a year and to the point that you know, my car, I remember this, I remember this like yesterday, my car got clamped, yeah, and it's due to bailiffs being after me, so they found my car, they clamped my car, and I couldn't even afford to pay them, I said, you know what, you lot, they were calling me, they're like, yeah, Mr. Walid, you know, we're going to take the car, I said, yeah, take yeah. it, I don't even have money, just take the car, they're like, no, it's going to be more money, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I just thought, you know what, <sighs> let me just call my friend, and I end up cutting off the clamp, I'm on the run now from the bailiff. I've got his clamp. He's calling my phone. I said, where's my clamp? I'm going to call the police and all of that stuff. It was proper intense. You know, I ended up selling the car. I had to, you know, yeah. sell the car, make the money, pay the, you know, the bailiffs. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, I had, you know, rent arrears. And a lot of people don't know, like, it was so deep. I was in a, st- the situation I was in, it was so sticky that I had to even go and do a GoFundMe page. So I was basically at my lowest point in my life. I've never, I've, since the age of 18, I'm 34 now, but since the age of 18, I've always had money. I've always been working. I've never been out of work. And that year for me was like, I've never been in a situation that I was on my face. I didn't know what to do. I was, I was, I was like, this is the point where you're broke. Bro, I was beyond, I was, I know it's bad. Yeah, I was, I was even getting suicidal for, that's how bad it was. I've never felt like, Bro, like this is too much pressure. Yeah, like yeah. I got rent arrears, bailiffs, my car got taken away. You know, um, it was just too much pressure. I didn't have no means of income, so I didn't know what to do, man. So one day I just called my friend. I said, "Look, like you need to help me, man. You need to like help, like give me something to do. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like I'm desperate." He goes, "You know what? Come and see me." So I went to his shop and he, he gave me like plastic bottles mm-hmm. similar to this size, and he said, "Look, here's some fragrances." I'm looking at the bottles thinking like, this looks like, like some test tube looking mm. plastic bottles. So I just took them. I bought this case. You might have seen this case on some of the adverts I do. So I started with this case walking around. I was actually like harassing people and stuff like, do you want to buy Oud? Mm. I went to the train station and buy Oud. I was going everywhere, you know, going to the mosque and everything. Just I started at the mosque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, my friend, I called my friend. I said, "Look, I need, I need to do something." Mm-hmm. And he just said, come, come and see me. I went to him. He just gave me some ouds. So I just started rolling everywhere I went. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm broke. I don't have no money. So everywhere I was going, I was just carrying this little case with perfume in it. So I was going to the train station, asking the people at the underground, "Do you want to buy perfume? Do you want to buy this?" Everywhere I was going, barber shop. Everywhere I was going, this case was with me. So one day, I met this guy, and he's like, "Bro, like, why don't you go Shepherd's Bush mm-hmm. and sell on the street?" I'm like what on the street like how am i gonna do that mm. and he said no just get a table go outside the train station sorry yeah he said get 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 a table outside the train station and and like start selling out there i said all right cool so i'm already on my face i got nothing to lose 
I'm already on the run from the bailiffs <laughs> and then my car getting clamped. I was like, I might as well go, innit? Mm-hmm. So I went there, I got a little square table and I started selling there. And this is in the cold now. It started mm-hmm. in the cold. Like, it was so cold, my, my ouds are turning ice. They're not even pouring out. So, so that's how it starts. So every week, I'm just telling people, follow my Insta, follow my Insta, make sure you follow okay. my Insta. So I, I, I got like 50 followers at the time. <laughs> every week, every week, but I was consistent. I yeah, was there yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah. Snowing, I was there. Rain, yeah, I was there. Yeah, in the yeah, sun, yeah. I was there. In the night, I was there. I was there every single Friday. I made sure I was there for yeah. one year straight. And that's how my my building, like building the brand became better, mm-hmm. stronger. And I met, like you could say, 70% of the people that are following. I've met them personally mm-hmm. because I forced them to follow me. Yeah. Like, do you understand? <laughs> I was like, make sure you follow me. Make, like, make sure you follow me. So... I started buying bigger quantities of fragrances and then now I'm here and that's that's it really no, now sure. now we're in the oud lounge let me let me uh, let me just uh, ask a couple of questions there because yeah. uh, there was a, there was a lot there that I wanted to kind of actually yeah, yeah, dissect yeah. upon and pick up upon so yeah sorry uh, no 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 yeah. for me for me I wanted to to hear it yeah. and now we're going to analyze it okay, pro- cool. deeply Let's right analyze it. so um I mean for me I I want to take this even further back right but um just just where we are now mm. So you were dead broke, bro. I don't. Because the reason I'm, I want to ask this, bro, I was is broke with a capital B, bro. Because I've been broke, bro. Yeah, and that's a bad place to be, bro. Trust you know when me, you go man. to the ATM, yeah, and you see nothing, yeah, bro, nothing, and there's yeah. nothing coming in afterwards. Yeah. You know nothing's gonna come in yeah. after, and there's nothing in front of you now, yeah, and you know that there's only sh- stuff going out, yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah, only yeah, yeah. there's only outgoings, yeah. No, nothing's coming in, yeah. Yeah, and it's already zero or minus now. Yeah, that for me was when I said to myself, "I am broke." Yeah, broke. Yeah, and uh, you know, I know for myself that that you know was a very difficult period of time. Yeah. So talk to me about that period of time being broke, bro. From being an engineer, you studied, you studied very hard in school. Yeah. You studied hard in university to get your degree. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You've you've now spent about ten years of your career as an engineer. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm sure your salary was very very. Good nice. for an engineer, good. do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it? It's yeah. nice, it's nice life yeah. as an engineer, right? Yeah. You're working with good people. Yeah, it's mad. And then, just give me flashbacks, and then, man. And then it got taken away. Yeah. So you had all of this, bro, and it got taken away from you. So when it was nice salary, you know, living a nice, comfortable life, probably going on a holiday every mm. year, or whatever, you know, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. life, yeah? Yeah. And now, bro, you can't pay your rent. Yeah. Can't pay car insurance. Can't pay car insurance. No petrol. No petrol. Bro, sometimes I didn't have money to eat, man. Like, I, I remember I used to go to the mosque. Like, I was so broke. Just just to make a quick 20 pound, I would just go and stand outside the mosque after prayers and be like, let me just make a tenner. That's what I was thinking. Let me just make, if I make a tenner, I'm good. To the next prayer. I can just make, that, that's how I was thinking. But broke, the best way I can put broke, yeah, is like, you see when you're hungry, like, I'm going to put broke into the definition of hunger. I was basically so hungry. Like, the hunger of being broke, it, 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 it was like it was actually hurting my stomach. It was like I was in pain from it. Do you understand? To the point that it was so deep that I started praying night prayer. That's like, okay. it forced me to pray night prayer to get out of my situation. Like, I never felt like, I know, I know it's bad, yeah, but I never felt like I had to pray about mm-hmm. Because I was in that situation, I felt like there was nothing else left for me to do mm-hmm. except for praying. Like, I got nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. I, had to, I have to just pray now. Do you understand? Like, I can't ask people for money because yeah. they ain't going to give me money. I ain't got money. In my, like, like, other than me going to the mosque to make a tenner or, or just praying. 
So the way I put it, bro, it's like when you're so hungry and that pain in your stomach from hunger, I just I just said to me, bro, like, I need to get rid of this feeling. I don't want to fall in that feeling ever again. I said to myself, I don't care what I get, even if I make a fiver selling oud of mm. £10 or £20, I'm making sure I'm, I'm not getting into that situation again. Mm. And that's what's kind of like, it kind of helped me. But the bro- bro- broke is, is subjective to everyone, isn't it? Like, mm. broke, you don't even know. Some people have different ways of interpret interpret absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah no, being right. broke like but for me at that time was like i don't know bro just like because i've never been in it before like did it did it i mean i know that you said that um that forced you to actually turn back to allah yeah because it was a point where you had realized that there's literally no one yeah that can do anything for me yeah if God doesn't want me to have this anyway, right? Yeah, like yeah. in essence, that's kind of where it came to, yeah, it came yeah, to that yeah, point, yeah, right? Yeah. And there's a really beautiful saying that um, when the world pushes you to it, to your knees, yeah, that's the perfect time to pray. Yeah. Right. So that's almost like a basically, basically that's uh, what happened. Exactly I was forced that, on my knees. Right? Yeah. Um, just again, I don't want to kind of spend too much time here, but this is really important, bro, because yeah. this is something that you know I, I can relate to as well, and not many people can relate to this, right? Yeah. Because most people will always, inshallah, like stay where they are, right? In that yeah. middle and it's comfortable. Mm. You could have po- possibly stayed there. Yeah. But this has happened now. Yeah. And it's forced you yeah. to start doing your night prayers, doing your yeah. tahajjud and yeah. asking Allah to uh, to protect you from this situation from ever happening yeah, yeah, again, yeah. right? Yeah. So how important like to you was your faith before compared to afterwards? Was yeah. it, you know, was there any difference or, you know, What's the difference between pre-broke to post-broke Walid? Okay, cool. My, fa- my I personally believe I'm, so- I believe I'm someone that tries to be close to Allah regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes you have to be reminded. Mm-hmm. You have to be reminded. Like someone has to tell you that don't forget mm-hmm. that I'm your creator and I owe you and I can do whatever I want with you. So I'm going to show you. Mm. and that was basically me getting trialed okay. and sometimes my you know sometimes we have to be we have to be put through these situations to remind ourselves like humble beginnings mm. does that make sense mm. and it also teaches me to be humble because when people that's why I'm so positive because there's a lot of people that message me bro like advise advise mm. advise and, but sometimes it's a bit much but at the same time when you was in a situation on your face you can under, you can relate to people yeah, yeah, yeah. more absolutely does that make sense absolutely yeah so it just break if it breaks as a person, it makes you like realize like raw. But then again, the bounce back, I always say to myself, it's not about the L that you took. It's how you bounce back from the L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Absolutely, bro. So the so, other question that I wanted to ask you about this story yeah. in particular was that you mentioned that you called a friend. Yeah. Okay. We don't need to mention who the friend is or anything yeah. like that. He knows who he is and you yeah. know who he is, and that's a, and Allah knows who he is, right? Yeah, that's the most important yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But what I want to ask you, bro, is um that takes some level of courage to tell your friend, like, bro, like, yeah. I need help. It's deeper than that, bro. I, I forgot to mention, bro. Like, this is probably the realest me. This is me being so real, bro. Like, not only did he give me perfume, mm. he borrowed me £2,000 cash. When I went to see him, I said, bro, like, I'm on my face. Like, I don't even have money to, like, pay rent or nothing. Mm. I didn't I didn't go with the intention to ask him for money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just looked at me like, he opened, he had this, I remember, like, he had a, like, a pouch. He just opened up the pouch. He took out all this wad of money. He <laughs> said, bro, take that. And when you can, pay me back. Like, 
it was it was like it was mad bro like it was actually mad bro like i don't i'm actually speechless because it was just like literally it was it's like it's almost i went there to collect the money mm. but i didn't know that money was there for me the risk bros yeah i know i know man it's just like because you don't realize in the time do no, you no no you don't man yeah. it was like i was like he gave me perfume and he gave me like two thousand pound cash like right there and i didn't even ask for it he just said bro sort yourself out man you understand how, how did you how did you find a friend like that is he someone you've grown up your whole life or do you know what i mean like how it, do you it is someone i'm close to so so that that's that's a big thing bro like yeah. even if somebody's a millionaire bro yeah. to give anybody any amount of money yeah is is a big deal bro yeah especially and then he's setting you but, up with 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 things person, to then yeah. sell as well yeah, you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. not only is he giving you a it, fish it just shows that how fish. vulnerable i was at the time and okay. he saw it okay and he understood it and Inshallah. and he just thought you know what he probably felt like maybe he felt guilty and maybe he knew like like i'm standing in front of this guy mm. he's in this prop like he's in this situation mm. and i've got a wad of money <laughs> yeah. in my bag right now yeah yeah understand? and he probably had m- more money in that bag mm. but he just gave me two thousand pound cash do you understand? Like, I don't, I don't know what he was thinking, mm. but I was like, bro, like, that's actually mad. Like, I don't even think I would even do that, man. Like, See, th- this is the thing, right? Um, yeah. The reason I say that that's really important is because uh, there must have been something that he saw or felt in you. Yeah. Because generally speaking, when you give people money, yeah. People are in dire situations when it comes to money because they don't have, you know, really good understanding of how to use the money, right? Yeah. yeah. So they'll get money and then they'll spend it. Yeah. Right? So like a crackhead on the street, for example, bro, yeah. he'll earn 100, 200 pounds every day, single yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. It's just he's spending it on crack. Yeah, the wrong, the wrong reasons, yeah? yeah. So for him to give you that money, yeah, there, there could have been a fear where he could have thought like, oh, you know, Willie's <clears> going to come back for more. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I'm saying? And yeah. If I give him this much, yeah, will yeah. he come back for more yeah, then, yeah. right? What was it like? Do you think that there's <clears> anything about yourself that allowed him to feel that okay this guy is like you said just in a just in a bad situation yeah and i need to help him and i think he's gonna do well yeah well, you know you know what i mean like yeah. what was it about what, you what was my traits i mean to him what was your traits exactly basically the reason why i believe he felt comfortable to give him the money is because i used to work with him mm-hmm. doing markets and mm-hmm. stuff i actually slept in his house one time okay so our relationship's quite deep in that sense so he knows me quite well so he understands your character. He understands my character. He knows I'm a... I, I believe I'm a trustworthy person. I try to keep to my word. Like, mm. if I promise you something that I'm going to deliver. Mm. And I think that there is what made him trust me, I guess. Mm. You understand? It's like... And it's, it's quite important. Like, people think that... Like, reputation is important, man. People think that you should tarnish or tarnish your reputation. Trust me, like, mm. you can easily tarnish your reputation, like... I was even watching this video the other day, yeah. There was a guy, you do not do not do not fraud bay. No. You don't know fraud bay. No, no, no. That sounds like my type of thing though. No, no. For, basically there was this guy, he was he was like he was dating this girl. Okay. While he robbed her credit credit oh, card. Fraud bay, like yeah, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and obviously there was like like hashtags, articles about him. Yeah, and yeah. now he's he's just struggles to be like you know, to get any type of work or okay, like, because okay, okay, it okay, went okay, on social okay. media. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It just comes to show like reputation is a big thing, man. Yeah, you understand? Yeah, yeah. From taking someone's credit card and now it's affecting your life long term. Mm. You understand? Like how many cases do you hear people getting, you know, sacked over mm. social media? Imagine people know you for robbing, 
you know, other people's credit card mm. details and all of that stuff will do fraud. Absolutely. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. So reputation and having, you know, being upright is really important, man. And that's part of being business. Mm. That's part of being, you know, doing money, like when you're trading with people, even I know it's a bad example, but even if you look into history of like the cartels and, mm. you know, the reputation of like proper Pablo Escobar gangsters, these people will assassinate their own blood brothers yeah, because yeah. of reputation. Mm. Like that's how much they uphold this stuff. I know, obviously, we're not going to go that far, assass- assassinate our family members. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to say is like reputation is a big thing. Absolutely. You understand? Yeah, yeah. Like to the point that. Even in Islam, we're taught to uphold your character. Yeah, like, of course. Make sure that you maintain your reputation. Of, of course. And if you're, somebody's, you know, insulting your reputation, yeah, insulting yeah. you should defend yourself. Yeah. Because it's very key. Yeah, it's key. Key, man. You know, it's important. Reputation is a big thing. And the other thing about that, right, is uh, I think what's important about that is the fact that you showed good character yeah at a time where i mean you weren't thinking that okay this guy's gonna help me one day yeah you know what i mean when that was never your thought your thought yeah. was just like okay this is the work that we're doing yeah we're doing the work yeah and just being yourself yeah but in that honesty in that normal nature he's obviously seen someone yeah who that he can trust and yeah. that he wanted to help out so yeah. may allah reward him and I mean. uh you know i think um you know people like that are very very few and far between so i think in your story i think um you know, in terms of risk, when we know that what's meant for you yeah. is going to come to you, even if it's between two mountains, bro. You were between, yeah. I don't know what mountains you were between at that time, bro. bro. My, my risk was locked in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a safe, man. <laughs> and I still got it, man. But Alhamdulillah, man. Alhamdulillah. So, Willie, bro, where did you grow up? Where were you born? Um, okay, this is a bit of a mad one. <laughs> I'm not British. Okay. I'm Swedish. Okay, my okay. My national is Swedish. Uh, I'm originally Ethiopian Palestinian. Mashallah, okay. So, my dad's Arab, my mom's African. Okay. I was raised in Egypt. Okay. So I speak Swedish, Arabic, English. Um, I, I was when I first come to this country. I, I remember I came in '97. I didn't know a single word of uh, English. I moved to South London, Peckham. Yeah, yeah. Peckham slash Camberwell. Beautiful place. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, <laughs> of course it was. Yeah, of course it was. But yeah, I remember when I first started secondary school, it was so crazy, man. It's like the school I went to was like notorious. Like people, used to, the students would beat up the teachers. Okay. Like people used to just urinate in bottles like this and just yeah. throw them without the cap into the classroom oh and used days. to get you ur- like we on everything, your bag, your paper. <laughs> like it was crazy. Like. And I remember one day when I was in year seven, I was walking home one day and I don't know if it's common around this area, but I remember it was quite common in South London, which if you're caught by yourself, mm-hmm. people used to say right, something okay. or to trigger you off. Okay, okay, okay. So I remember I was walking home one day and someone, I remember I was walking out and this little stone, like someone threw a stone at me mm-hmm. and they just hit the floor next to me. So I looked behind and I saw this, like, this, this boy ready to like, saying like, yeah, what? Like I'm here, innit? What are you saying? <laughs> and I'm like, Phew. I'm not looking to get stabbed. Let me just walk home, man. But that's how that's how South London was at the mm. time. It's like people wanted to start problems. Schools were bad, but and obviously for me it was difficult because my language of mm. English, I couldn't even speak English, man. Mm. And I couldn't even you know. Grasp. What, what was Sweden like? Sweden's good, man. It's clean, peace, it's clean, peaceful. <laughs> you know, everyone's happy. Yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. now it's a bit changed because yeah, you yeah. know the the gun rate in Sweden is quite high now. Okay, okay, it's worse okay. than. That's probably the highest gun rate in Europe, I think. Okay. Because a lot of people smuggle in, like, wow. a lot of guns now. Yeah, worse yeah, yeah. than, you know, here. But at the time when I was young, obviously, you have a childhood. You don't realize all the negativity and stuff. But, yeah, man. It's just, like, you just have to... 
take things in and just sounds mad traumatic like it sounds yeah. like a place where like every single day you're you're kind of wondering like what the hell is going to happen today in school yeah basically so am i going to be was, safe yeah, today am i going to get crazy, my head popped off yeah it was, it was crazy man but i guess i don't know it was to me it was a bit weird because obviously coming from sweden to england mm. the system's different the culture's different yeah, 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 you yeah, know yeah. everyone's different every it just it, like i even remember one time i was on the bus and i'm 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 a, I'm a little kid i mean this is in london i'm on the bus yeah, and yeah. i'm looking out and I'm, i can see this group of gangs outside and one of them, he, he he locked his eyes on me. Nah, I'm looking that's it. down, it's over. and I'm he's looking up, and I'm looking down. He's like the eyes locked, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, nah, who's this little boy looking oh, at me? So this guy, damn. he jumped on the bus, came top deck on the bus. You imagine this? He jumped on the bus just to come after me. And then what are you looking at? I'm like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, do you understand? It's like yeah, I wasn't yeah, used yeah. to this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But You're just looking like yeah, what's I'm going not, on. I'm just intrigued, like raw, like yeah, is this is what people yeah. do, and then like who's this little who's this who's yeah, this you yeah, looking yeah. at me? And then it just it, it was is like I don't know, it's it, culture is different, isn't it? But obviously I've been here long enough to learn it. So mm. So what were you like kind of growing up then in terms of um like the main focus, obviously, you know, uh, main highlight that we want to yeah. focus on is obviously Blackwood, right? What yeah, you've yeah. done here, right? But yeah. so you're you're you know, you're uh, running your own business now. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you, you spent 10 years as an engineer, which means yeah. you obviously studied to be an engineer yeah. as well, uh, which means that you're quite hardworking, diligent in school as well, I, I would imagine, right? Or at least that smiles probably saying no. <laughs> I don't know about that, but, but yeah. But good enough to at least get through. And I'm guessing, obviously, coming yeah. from South London as well, bro, like not a lot of people probably at that time, especially, yeah. probably made it into university, right? Yeah. Let alone engineering, right? Yeah. So what were you like growing up? Were you you know interested in money? Were you interested? What were you interested in? This it's crazy, bro. Because I used to professionally dance. I didn't. I didn't even. No way. I didn't, the, the whole education thing wasn't even there. Like a lot of people don't know till today. I was a professional break dancer. No way. Yeah. So I was part of this group. The one Britain Got Talent. Oh, diversity. The, no, the other one. They were called okay. Flawless, but they okay, were okay, they okay. were the one that was going head to head. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So I was. Were you I, in that? I was not in Britain Got Talent. I okay. just left there. Yeah? But there's a story on it. If you go to Rosa to Islam, I got my story okay, okay, on, okay, okay. on it. But I was deeply into it, man. I was sponsored by Nike. No way. Yeah, man. I was deeply into it, man. So that was my life, basically. I used to do like events. Like, uh, how, how old were you at this time? I was 18, between 18 okay. to 20. It was in 2006. I can remember it. Like okay. between 2005 and 2006. That's how my upbringing was. You know, I used to travel doing events, secret Nike events, you know, fashion no shows. Yeah, that's that's how my upbringing was. Wow. Like, I wasn't practicing or anything like that. Like, okay. you know. So, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of like, I wasn't into money. I was, I was, you know, I was just young, mm. not thinking, just doing my own thing. So you, you were know? doing that. So again, like, um, so you were dedicated to something, right? Yeah, I was, I was very driven. If anything I put my mind to it, yeah. I wanted to conquer that thing. Okay. That's how I am as a person. Yeah, yeah. Like anything, I'm like, I don't believe that if you have, you know, f- 10 things to do, you should divide those feelings or your 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 focus on 10 things because I, I believe you fail like that but if you mm. have one thing mm. and you give that one thing you're 100 you're likely to perfect this one thing mm. like now for an example how many people might sell perfume with like other things that go with it mm. and so many people come to me and be like bro why don't you do this why don't you mm. do that i said no nah, let me just master this one thing mm. just fragrances let mm. me master it and then later, I can jump on other things. Mm. And now I'm very fortunate because I gave my one thing 100 
it's taking me to where I am today. Mm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Otherwise, I could have done like sprays, room sprays, mm. diffuser, car this, car that, you know, but it takes too much time to like focus on these yeah, items. Yeah. Who, who is Black Hood then, isn't it? Like, yeah. what do they do? They, oh, they yeah. do everything. They do everything, yeah. So I just wanted to specialize on yeah, like yeah. body oils. It's only recently now I started doing sprays. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I was just keeping it authentic, traditional, and just doing oils. So, mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, look, I want to I wanna fast forward now because, obviously, you're working. Um, so, from 18 to 20, you were yeah. focusing on being a professional break dancer, professional mm-hmm. dancer. Sounds uh, so weird to even say this, man. Probably to you now, yeah, right? It's but weird, man. It's weird, man. At the time, I mean, what was the reason that you left? I, let me just ask you that question. What was the reason that you left? I know that you mentioned, obviously, it's on Roadside to Islam. But just to give, obviously, the, the audience here just a bit of um, clarity. Okay, basically, when I was 18, I moved out by myself. So at that age, I was like already independent. That's why I was, hence why I said I was working from the age of 18. So I remember I went to this hostel. I was living in a hostel and... Um, Did you get kicked out of the house or like what happened? Uh, Did you go to a hostel? I wouldn't say I got kicked out of the house. It just wasn't big enough for, for you anymore. Yeah, I was trying to just get my own place. Okay. You know, that meant typical 18-year-old. Like, I want to move out, get my own council house kind mm. of mindset. Um, so I moved out and I met this brother in there. And... I didn't know he was Muslim. I just started practicing. I didn't have a beard or nothing. Mm-hmm. And then one day I just bumped into him and, you know, I just said to him, bro, like, I need to go and pray. And he's like, right, you pray. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's just one letter and other. And by the time we know it, we just started finding out that like, he was Muslim, I'm Muslim. And, but what really hit me was, I remember when I used to dance, this, this brother, he used to basically, he was married at the time, but he used to talk to sisters online mm-hmm. and i tried to advise him bro like look you're married mm-hmm. like allow all of that stuff and he turned around and told me like bro like you're gonna tell me allow and you dance <laughs> no way. yeah it's like to me that was a slap in my yeah, face yeah, and that yeah, kind of yeah. made me think like rah how am i here trying to give this brother okay. advice and i'm still dancing okay wow doing events yeah, music yeah, yeah, yeah. all this mad stuff which and i said okay cool it's like someone that, yeah. who's like in a deep sin <laughs> yeah is that i'm saying listen bro you with your sins don't come to me to talk yeah to basically about my sins, yeah like, don't yeah. throw like stones at, uh, at the glass, glass house, the yeah, glass yeah, house yeah, basically yeah, yeah. and i said ah cool so that same next day i called my manager yeah. and i said look i quit dancing till today he probably doesn't even know why why and i felt kind of like i should explain myself but and he was like bamboozled he was like quit dance like just like that random yeah yeah I came dropped all my nike clothes i had i just said and then I went back to the brother. I said, look, I quit dancing, innit? Like, Rah. so now, like, I'm trying to practice what I preach kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I kind of, like, left it because of that. Because it doesn't make sense. It's hard. It's hard. Like, you can't advise people. Even if you're not perfect, you can't advise people. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean you can stop advising people because at least you realize what's wrong is wrong. But people won't, re- won't respect it as much Absolutely, if they see yeah. you doing it. Does that make sense? Like, it's like, you might be a smoker and then you try to tell other people, don't smoke. Mm. don't smoke like it doesn't make sense yeah, yeah yeah but if you don't smoke you can advise them not to smoke it, yeah, it makes yeah. it just makes your cred- credit yeah, 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 yeah it makes it better for you if you want to be that type of person that likes to advise people anyway you understand but that was the main reason why i left anyway so so you left for the sake of allah then i left for the yeah for the, for the sake of allah and also to be an, a person that's like I didn't want to become a. I was. I didn't want to be a hypocrite to like okay. try to advise him, and then you know what? That's deep, bro. That's really, really deep. Because this is something you love. 
Yeah, That's bro. Like love, bro, I was it? doing music videos. I like, you know, I was doing some crazy. Like, we done music video for my for Madonna. No way. Like big music videos. I done videos for like obviously that generation because I'm slightly older. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know Estelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. these are the type of people that I used to like perform for. We used to do mobiles after parties. Wow. You okay, understand? Okay, okay, like, okay. you know, when Lethal B and all these big people yeah, yeah, were. Yeah. That's what. That's when we began with them. Okay. Like Channel U. Okay, you know Channel yeah, U. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. People ain't gonna What's know bro? Channel U, man. <laughs> Channel AKA maybe. Yeah, maybe AKA. So yeah, yeah that, that was basically the days, Channel U days. So four, so, six, seven, four, yeah, seven, two, seven, yeah, yeah, basically. So I didn't want to be a, a hypocrite trying to advise someone and I'm still doing these things. So yeah, that yeah. to me was like a big thing. And I'm I'm glad it happened because sometimes every action has a reaction, you know? Like mm. that action took me to react to it, you know? Yeah, and I, yeah, and yeah. I had to kind of like leave it alone. So... Okay. But the, the the crazy thing now that if I speak to the guys that are st- still were dancing, if I ask them, what have you got to show for it? They'll mm. tell me like nothing, nothing. Yeah. As of me, I managed to go on to get a career, yeah, work, yeah. you Absolutely. know, and all of that stuff. Like if I didn't do it, like, you know. Sticky situation would be been, in it. Yeah, yeah, basically I would have been on doing nothing probably now. But So uh, two years ago, yeah, dead broke. Broke, man. Dead broke. Yeah. Broke as a joke. Bailiffs yeah. are clamping your car, After all of that. Yeah? On the run, man. You're literally go, on go, the run. Go fund me to pay rent. All right. And you've gone to a friend, and yeah. this friend has sorted you out nicely for yeah. this short period of time, at least. Okay. Yeah. yeah. At least in a short period of time, he's given you some tools that you can use yeah. to try and make some change. Okay. Yeah. Spawn, like, as I'm saying that, I just realized all of this yeah. is all from that seed, isn't it? Yeah, it's that one seed. Yeah, man. Spawn, it's man. mad. So um, just talk to me a bit about your head at this point now okay because mm. this guy's got money yeah right? and he's giving you some money yeah. which is cool yeah he's giving you some things yeah it's cool yeah but now you actually have to do something with this right you actually yeah. have to go out yeah and do something with this right yeah yeah and obviously you're driven by the fact that you know you need to to make some you need to make some cash right you need yeah, to make yeah, some points yeah, 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 yeah so you're going out you're asking people on the train stations yeah. going people on road yeah going people between the the, the salas you want, yeah, yeah, yeah right Hustling, man. Hustling, bro. Yeah. That is, that is, I don't know what other yeah. type, what else you can call it, bro. Yeah. And um, and then obviously, so y- you've done that, and this is something you you've never done before, right? Yeah. You never sold oud before. Yeah. My question to you is, um, some people are kind of almost given a, a, a you know, take this, yeah, and all you need to do is just work at it, yeah. Right. Here's here's what you do. Okay? Yeah. You just need to work. Yeah. And people don't like to work, bro. Yeah. People don't like to put in that work, okay? Yeah. And then what I see is that people don't like to kind of reinvest into their business yeah. to then grow it, yeah. okay? Now, obviously, there's something to do with circumstance with, with yeah. what happened with uh, your situation, right? Yeah. But then when you're like, you're, you're selling woods, right? You're making yeah. some change, right? Yeah. Why did you then, like, what was going through your head when you invested into that table? Yeah. Because I'm sure that that table, yeah. bro, that you probably had to think, where am I going to get this table from? Yeah. How much does it cost? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How am I going to carry it around that's exactly what yeah. I thought, yeah all of these questions are coming into your it's not easy like yeah, everyone thinks you buy yeah, a table yeah of course he's gonna buy a table yeah, right yeah, but yeah. The, i know that i know yeah, the thought yeah, process yeah, yeah. you're broke it's, ca- it's calculated bro. everything's calculated what man. am i not eating tonight yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying, everything's it? calculated man people just think that you know <laughs> it's, it's straightforward it's not that straightforward they even think you're like i need to get a, a particular table that folds in a yeah, certain yeah, way yeah, that yeah, i can yeah, carry yeah, on my yeah, head then if you don't look nice it's not gonna bang yeah 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 like all these mad things but yeah, man. Back to your question. No, no. <laughs> yeah, so the so question is, bro, yeah. is like, for you, was that 
Was that a no-brainer? Or was it something that you had to really, really kind of think about like, yo, like, I'm, I am I, I going to take this seriously now? You know what? I felt like I had to take it serious because that's the only thing I had. Okay. Like, I didn't have a choice but to take it serious because mm. I saw the potential in it. Okay. But, like, for example, I remember one day I went to Juma outside Finsbury Park and I made my first £50. And I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, I made £50. I'm so gassed. Oh my God. So okay. you got you got the stuff from the guy now. The first place you're going to sell it is Finsbury Park. Fins- Fins- yes, Partners, I used yeah. to go Friday, Juma. Okay, I started okay, off okay. like that. After, and I made fifty pound, sometimes thirty pound, yeah, sometimes yeah. forty five pound. It was like I was, I was just like, yeah, that's yeah, money. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when someone told me to go bush, yeah, I was, I was, I was hitting like within like because I used to go rush our time. I was okay. trying to be smart about it, <laughs> yeah, so I used to go like four o'clock, eight o'clock that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm making two hundred pound, yeah, four hundred yeah, yeah. pound, three hundred pound. I was like, forget the mosque, man. I'm coming here, man. <laughs> like you understand? Because I felt like even though you're at the mosque. It's all nice, but people don't support your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand? People might look at you like, okay, I might okay. At the time, I used to sell like little perfume bottles, like yeah, three yeah, pound. Yeah. They're like, brother, I give you two fifty. <laughs> I'm like, what are you gonna do with a fifty p? You can't even buy chewing gum. Like, why are you so like? Do you understand? But when I was going to yeah, Shepherd's yeah, Bush, yeah, yeah. it was a different type of, you know, kettle kettle Quite fish. Do you understand? Yeah, 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 They're yeah. like, the people used to laugh at me. What? This is cheap. What is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like three pound cheap boy like they used to mock me it's, because it's almost it was, the opposite isn't it yeah it was like it's like they wanted to throw their money at me mm. they wanted to buy something because it's near the shopping area mm. it's a different mindset yeah, yeah, yeah you understand yeah. so i thought you know what this is mad like i need to be here that's what drove me when i saw that kind of exposure it was like it's almost like you know when a man goes to a river and he's looking like I don't know what is it called. He's planning like, for gold. Yeah, yeah and he's yeah. probably find like yeah, this is the spot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm coming back to this spot again. <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt. And I'm it bringing was, some bigger yeah, equipment with yeah, me. Yeah, basically, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. it was basically like a gold mine. Okay. It was like a gold mine for me. It's like nah, why, why am I why am I outside the mosque begging these people that don't even rate my thing? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, understand? Yeah. Oh brother, give me discount, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. bro, I, like and you know what's mad? It's like and sometimes and. I used to get Muslims in Bush to sell me, like, give me discount. And I used to, like, I used to have to explain to them, like, would you rather me stand here in the cold mm. and try to get halal money mm. or would you rather me go sell drugs? They're like, okay, okay, take the money. Do you understand? Yeah, it's like, yeah, I have yeah, to make people yeah, realize, yeah. like, I'm standing in the cold. Yeah, yeah. I'm not begging no one for money. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually selling perfume. That's something that is part of, you know, it's, it's a luxury thing. It's not even a, an yeah. essential thing. Like, tooth, toothpaste yeah, 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 is an yeah, essential yeah. thing. Brushing your teeth every day is an essential thing. That's something you have to do. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm here trying to offer you something that you might need. Yeah, yeah, a luxury yeah. thing, which is fragrance. Yeah, does, yeah, that, yeah. does that make sense? Absolutely, it's not for yeah, everyone. Yeah. And you're here asking me for 50p discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come on, man. Get out of here, man. It's like, <laughs> do you understand? So it made me tough. It made me confident. Mm. It made me know how to speak to the client, how to sell things, how mm. to kind of like bamboozle them. I had to use tactics like, you know, brother, give me discount. I said, bro, you can't even get chicken and chips for £2.50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you understand? Like, where are you going to do? Oh, yeah, you know, you got a point here. Take the... Like, you, know do you understand? I, I remember when I was a kid, my dad had a shop, right? Yeah. And uh, at the front, it was like Indian clothes inside. And then outside, it was just like Islamic stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember I used to go there on weekends, right? And uh, my dad used to say to me, okay, look, this is this much and this is this much. This yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. And then the first time, bro, I'm 12 years old, right? Yeah. The first time. Uh, First time a customer came, yeah. I was like, okay, like it's 45 pounds, yeah, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. And then obviously... Haggling. Haggling, right? Yeah, 
haggling. Squeeze the soul out of them. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. right? And obviously, my dad comes out, like, yeah, cool, give it to them for, you know, this much, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if he was making profit on this. Yeah, so I'm saying, yeah, yeah. He had that mentality of like, no, no, if they want it, we should just give it to them type yeah, of thing, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, that's obviously not the right no, no, mindset no, for no, businessman, no, no, right? No, but no. He, he was just wanted to give, right? Yeah. And, you know, whatever reduction price to make customers happy and all that yeah, type of yeah. stuff. I was like, all right, cool, let's do that, yeah? The next yeah. week, Right, I bought my own little stickers and yeah. I upped the prices by fifteen pounds on everything. Okay, everything was extra fifteen pounds. Right. So when they were negotiating, bro, I'd give them ten pound off. Yeah. Yeah, and they felt so happy, bro. Yeah. They yeah, got ten pound yeah, off, yeah. and then obviously I took yeah. the extra they, five pounds. They just felt like, and I gave my dad whatever he wanted yeah, for his. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, isn't yeah. it? So that was like my thing because I knew, I knew that they wanted to haggle. You yeah, know what I'm saying, yeah. isn't it? Like, but it's the same thing. It's that mindset, bro. That yeah, like yeah, yeah, we yeah. have where it's just like you know, someone's got a business. Yeah. Like, if, bro, like for example, I'm sure lots of your friends might. Uh, yeah. I don't want to say, but. You know, people generally tend to be like, oh, listen, you should give it to me for free. You should yeah, give it to me at a discount. Yeah, yeah. And like, bro, you should be the one supporting me first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's the kind of the opposite mentality when it yeah. comes to Muslims then. Yeah, yeah. So you actually had that experience where you're like, all right, listen, I'm going to be at the mosque. This is sick. Yeah, yeah. I'll make some money. Yeah, I, thought, I thought that was the place, man. <laughs> but then when I started getting all these people that just disrespected your hustle, like yeah. to me, it wasn't really about the product. It was about, I'm, I'm like, it's mad, like, you know, I, l- I learned this quote, like, don't knock someone's hustle. Like, you don't even know why they're doing it. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, there's a, there's a caption that I use quite a lot. It's like, don't judge me for my actions if you don't, if you didn't know my options. Wow. Yeah. Does yeah, that yeah, make sense? Yeah, don't yeah, judge yeah, me for yeah. my actions if you didn't know my options. Sometimes, yeah, bro, yeah. You, you can't even, like, we're quick to judge people. Like, you don't know why a person is selling whatever he's selling. Yeah. Do you understand? Like, he might be there outside the mosque. And to me, I feel like, it takes a lot for a person to come and hustle you and to like not hustle you but to come out to of actually his, hustle yeah, yeah, yeah to come out of his shell yeah, 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 to yeah. wake up to go sunday market to stand out in the cold or you know it's it's not easy to understand and but the the sad thing about it it's like sometimes you have to be in it yourself to realize it mm. does that make sense absolutely yeah, yeah and no one's actually gonna know what a next person that's trading or hustling what he's going through unless they're doing it for themselves mm. no one's gonna know what broke is mm. till they actually taste broke. Mm. Does that make sense? No one's going to know what a millionaire is till yeah. you actually become a millionaire. Mm. So we're just quick to like judge people based on what we appear. Oh, he's well off. He's got bare money. But you don't know what you have to do to get that money. Yeah. Does that make sense? So that's the problem we have. And, you know, and I speak about my, sometimes we all do it, man. You understand? Sometimes, mm. But now, now that I've gone through that stage of like, being on my face you can empathize with it because you've been yeah there, you can understand it, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you understand you can understand that's why now i'll give more time to other people mm. but at the same time i can only give time to people that give time to themselves yeah yeah yeah. because sometimes people feel entitled they feel mm. like you should give them advice or you should which sometimes yeah you should but sometimes you can only advise them based on how serious they are well, if someone, if you're advising someone, they're not listening to anything you're saying, then... Yeah, yeah. You know so it's, it's like it's lip service. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. understand? It takes energy. And, you know, like you, for example, you got a business. Like, someone might come to me like, bro, I want to do a clothing line. What would they advise me? He, that person, that one person that's come to you for advice, he doesn't realize that maybe you've got 20 other guys that want to do mm. clothing and they're all coming to you for advice. And yeah, you're yeah. just giving everyone advice, advice, yeah, advice. Yeah, and you're yeah. getting tired. That's what happens, And it takes bro. a lot of your time. And then by the time you know it, this guy didn't want to do it. This yeah, guy didn't yeah, follow yeah, it through. Yeah, yeah. Like, I used to have people messaging me all the way from Germany. I used to help them to get, you know, the bottles made, the fragrance, everything. Yeah, Until yeah. today, 
I started the same time as them as yeah, well, two yeah, years yeah. ago. Till today, they've got nothing to show for it. Okay. And I feel like, you know what? I invested all the energy to help you to build your brand mm. and your company. And till today, I don't see nothing from it. And that's, that, it. that's why I feel like I don't want to give people advice until yeah. I feel like you actually deserve my advice. Bro, 100%, man. Does that you, know, sense? You, know, you know, a lot of the time, man, and, yeah. and this probably... It's going to resonate with you, yeah? yeah? A lot of people will say to you, like, oh, I've got this idea, bro. Yeah, I've got this. Yeah, when yeah. someone comes to me and they say, I've got this idea, I'm yeah. like, bro, don't tell me what your idea yeah, is. Because yeah. I don't care because you're not going to do it anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I get that. You know what I'm saying, innit? Yeah, yeah, You just yeah, want to talk to me about something because you know that I'm interested in business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's nice to talk about yeah, business. Yeah, yeah, it's cool to talk yeah, about yeah, business. Yeah, yeah. So, bro, I had this idea. I want to chat yeah, to you about yeah, it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, Bro, listen. Make something yeah, and start I'll talk it, to you about it. Start it. Then we can talk. So yeah, people are very, they love to talk, innit? They talk, yeah. Man. But, but it's good though. It shows that they want to do something, but they just need to... Action. Not action, but to like divert the energy towards okay, something yeah, they like. Yeah, because yeah. that one person... That's true. They might have, you know, loads of ideas, but mm. they don't know where to start. Because that's mm. one thing a lot of people struggling with. They got they know what they want to do, mm. but they don't know how to start it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes you kind of have to give them that encouragement mm. and... No, but I 100% get it. Like, some, when people come to you and be like, you know what, I've got this banging idea, this will work. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, I know. But unless they not tell you how to start it, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, they can't be, you can't work with indecisive people because yeah, it will yeah, waste yeah. a lot of your time, man. 100%. That's where it's indecisive people, man. Yeah. No, that's but, definitely what I've learned over the last 12 months, man, is that your time is very, very precious. Yeah. And that you have to give yourself and your own business and your own stuff your attention and time first yeah you have to take care of that first before you can even help anybody else anyway so like for me now i'm in a situation where i'm thinking like look all right cool I, i'm further ahead than some people in what i'm doing yeah but i'm way 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 off where i want to be yeah, yeah so like yeah if, like i'm saying if someone's serious if they've come to me and said this is my website yeah you know i've done all of this yeah you know i've run some ads and it's not working how do i like what do i do yeah that's something you can talk about yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. when someone comes to you with something abstract like, i've got this idea you can spend five hours talking about this idea yeah, yeah. the best idea in the world ideas are worthless so. yeah they won't even execute that tomorrow idea. they'll wake up and go back to work like it's normal yeah, and yeah, nothing yeah. happened in it but you as an entrepreneur me and as an entrepreneur we will give our energy because we're like yes i want to encourage you to do this and this is a good idea yeah yeah but some people just want don't the follow talk, it innit? through, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to talk now. Uh, we're coming. We've almost done about forty-five minutes. So I do want to yeah. speak more and showcase more about your Black brand. Oud. Okay, yeah. uh, Blackwood London. So we know the origin story now. Okay, yeah. we know uh, kind of where you grew up and the experiences that you were having. And for want of a better word, it seems like there was a lot of trauma mm. in your environment. Like everywhere yeah. you were growing up. Yeah. Like there's trauma around you in the streets. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? There's trauma in the schoolyard. Yeah, yeah. So it's trauma, man. It, wasn't, trauma. it wasn't easy, man. It's that, bro. It I, can, easy, I, can, bro. I, can, I can relate to this. Easy, I can tell. Yeah. And then you've, you've taken your career and then more trauma hits. Trauma, bro. bro but that's life. That's, that's life, life, isn't it? Absolutely. That's life. You have to expect the unexpected, as they say. But obviously, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So it always prepares you to the mm. next day. You might not realize it. Like at the time when I was going through my bailiffs, my car getting clamped, feeling suicidal, even humi humiliating myself by going to do a GoFundMe page mm. to pay rent. I didn't think I would have this. Mm. I didn't think that my brand would be recognized. I didn't think that people, like even yourself reaching out to me, I didn't think yeah, all of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, Does yeah. that make sense? Absolutely. But yeah. when you're at that time, you're thinking like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. yeah. understand? It's like, I felt like I was, I was climbing out of a washing machine. That's just, yeah, 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 yeah. just like, do you understand? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you just have to be patient, man, and like always be positive because something good will always come, as they say, you know, after the rain comes up, the rainbow, you know. You said something really important there, bro. Yeah. Okay, patience. Patience, man. Tell me about business, it, business. Business is a game of patience. Yeah. I believe, right? Yeah. If you, as long as you've got good process. Yeah. And you've got good work, work ethic. Yeah. And you're consistent. Yeah. Consistency for me is number one. That's, that's the se- secret ingredient. Like people think you're doing something spectacular. For me, I'm only here because of consistency. Does that make sense? I'm only here because I was consistent. I, try, I tried to stay relevant. Mm. As much as I hate it, I have to post things on Instagram to stay, you know, consistent, to make people aware that I'm still here. I exist. I'm mm. growing. But it takes a lot of my time. But you, when you get there, it's, it, it, it's it gets better. It. It's worth it, of course, of course. Because, you, like, you know, everyone's on their route to building their own empire. Mm. You know, once you've got your own empire, you can have your own team. And the more team you have, more brains. Mm. And everyone throws more ideas. And everyone can be like, you know what, do this. What do you think of this? And, and to the point that you're starting to get people that want to share their opinions when you don't want them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it just is what it is, man. But... So talk, talk to me about mm. the brand, bro. What, okay. What's been the what's been the main difference between? Um, actually, let's let's start off with this, okay? Okay, cool. Black Oud London, yeah, bro. I said this to you over the phone as well. Yeah. Sick name, bro. Yeah, like I followed you because of the name. Because I was like, because because of exactly what you said. Actually, yeah. is you were having that you you kind of glamorized. Yeah, Oud. Yeah, when I saw it, I saw the logo. I was like, it bangs. It yeah. fits. It's it just work like. For me, it just it just felt like okay, I like this brand. Yeah, I don't like. There's no reason for it. Yeah, I just like it. Blackwood, very two simple, very yeah, two very simple words. Yeah, just put them together. Yeah, but it bangs. Yeah. Okay, and obviously, I've seen you know your social media and the way that you carry yourself on social media. I mean, recently I saw even Tim Westwood. Yeah, you know what I'm saying he gave you a massive shout yeah, out as yeah, well, he did, he which did, is which did. is big legend. Yeah, yeah legend. Yeah, yeah. Old school, old school legend. Oh my days, bro! That guy, bro, yeah, legend, banging yeah. DJ. Anyway, listen. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> so you 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 you've taken this twist on it, okay? Yeah. Where it's very much a contemporary brand, yeah. non Islamic focused. Yeah. I would say from yeah. the outside. Yeah. Just looking at it, there's nothing that I would say is oh this this is like a Muslim brand. Yeah. Black oud, yes, maybe the oud. But even Tom Ford has Oud, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the owner is Muslim, but the brand's not. If that makes sense. What of Tom Ford? No. The, oh, the, of this. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So is that is that because of obviously um, your experiences at the mosque, and then you think, look, we, I need to, I can't just keep this to one niche. It needs to be for for the for the masses, for the people. It's, it's part of that, but you know, when I went to like outside Westfield, it made me realize like seventy percent of my customers weren't even Muslim. Mm. And when I used to say to them, oh, a small bottle is three pounds. They're like, what? Three pounds? Give me five bottles. <laughs> but when I'm outside the mask, what? Three pounds? Give me two pounds fifty. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, you know what? You lot are jarring. I'm not even going to sell it to you lot, man. <laughs> you understand? I'm just going to go to these lot. They appreciate. Yeah, yeah, Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to have, I don't want to have an Islamic element to it because my brand is not, an, it's not a Muslim product. Mm. Like perfume is for everyone that wants to smell nice. Yeah, yeah. Perfume is for everyone that takes grooming, self-care, important they take mm. pride in what how they look their smell appearance everything it's a lifestyle mm. you know what i've met i've had some clients they've come here and they're like bro like i don't wear perfume the only thing i wear is links i said bro like, i'm gonna bust you today i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> today i'm gonna show you today i'm gonna change your life yeah, yeah, you understand yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just weird how like i said because perfume is not an essential it's a luxury yes and even when you see the high end like tom ford that you mentioned 
you can't find certain of these like certain fragrances you can't even find in a normal shop you have mm. to go to harrods mm. selfridges this 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 itself shows that this is for a bracket of people mm. does that make sense people that know certain like creed for an example yeah, yeah, yeah. like creed is only for a certain bracket like mm. certain people and these people only spend in these places mm. does that make sense yeah, so yeah, this yeah. shows like the people that spend in these places they have a certain lifestyle mm. and you have to live that lifestyle or know about that lifestyle to even smell like that lifestyle yeah 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 so yeah, that's yeah. it just it gets deep like that you understand mm. or you can just be that guy that wants to wear links do you understand it's up to you <laughs> yeah. so yeah so I, I wanted to you know add that 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 flavor to it and at the same time you know i, I wanted to change it a lot because i felt you know a lot of non like a lot of non-muslims were supporting it and i thought you know what there's there's a there's a market for this mm. I just need to be smart how to advertise it or get them, lure them into. Because mm. a lot of people nowadays are going to Dubai. Mm. I'm like, forget Dubai. I'm bringing Dubai to you. Yeah, 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 you understand? Yeah, exactly, exactly, so, exactly. You know, exactly. that's the vibe I was trying to just introduce to everyone. But but now you, unfortunately, not unfortunately, it's a good thing. But now you see a lot of Oud brands up and coming. You've yeah, probably yeah. seen them on your Instagram. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people doing it now. A lot of people are doing it now. A lot of people. So, so, so what differentiates you yeah and what do you think has been the key to the success that you've achieved so far one consistency 100 percent. second thing no i don't know any uk brand mm -hmm. that's had that's got a lounge where you can have a coffee mm -hmm. take your time smell oud mm -hmm. in your own privacy um having a lot of celebrities mm -hmm. supporting it and what i was gonna say to you I'm going to be featuring in GQ magazine. So, oh, no way. Yeah, mashallah, bro. So you tell me. No, that is a surprise. You told yeah, me that there was something. Yeah, but so mashallah, that's six, a big six, thing. Six, so six, you tell me. GQ, what, yeah? GQ magazine. Bro, listen, yeah. talk to me, bro. Yeah. Oh, you want to know, talk yeah? Talk to me now, bro. Yeah, so basically they reached out to me <laughs> and they said, you know what? We've been watching you on Instagram. No way. So GQ, want, yeah? yeah so how, did they, how did they find you? Was it from like a Tim Westwood shout out? Was it from I, one of these I didn't. I didn't. I asked them, like, how did you find me? And they were basically like, you know what? we've seen you on instagram okay, like people okay, okay. you don't realize like people Who's watch watching? you yeah, people yeah, yeah, watch yeah, yeah, you you yeah, have yeah. to be consistent yeah, yeah you yeah. have to know that people are watching you watching every move yeah, yeah, yeah. everything's calculated so they reached out to me they dropped me an email and they said look we've been watching your brand and we felt like you know what you were suitable for the winter campaign for wow. the grooming so we'd like you to feature it's amazing so I, was, I, 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 I didn't say i just I just said, yeah, hell yeah, man. I'm jumping on that, man, straight away. Amazing, bro. So Mad. I just feel like, so being a Oud bro. company. GQ. GQ. Yeah, GQ, man. Bro, that's big, bro. Mashallah. Yeah, man. so that that's big, that. Bro. So that that itself, it's, it's. I think it just makes me stand out from the rest, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. let's see how it goes. And plus, I've got something going on in East London, Green Street. I've teamed up with another company. Uh -huh. So they're going to be stocking my stuff. It's almost like a franchise, but... Okay. It's not a franchise because yeah, 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 yeah. they've got other things in there. So I got like another stock stockist. You can yeah, say yeah, stockist. Like a distributor. Yeah, distributor. Yeah, so yeah. they got my brand. That's a new shop as well that's recently opened. So yeah, there's big things what, going on. What's that shop? It's called Brides and Bar Barfi. Brides, brides, brides and Barfi. Bar yeah, Brides <laughs> and Barfi. Yeah, that's <laughs> like <laughs> some uh, yeah, wedding sweet. traditional yeah, sweets yeah, thing. Yeah, so yeah, if you yeah. want to get your gifts and stuff, go and check it out, man. So yeah, yeah. And then they can obviously get the um, black hood from there as yeah, well. Yeah, black hood straight there. Here's a bit different. Here you have to book an appointment. Over okay. there you can just walk in. 
So again, you, you mentioned about one of the, the main differentiating factors is that yeah. you've actually set up a retail experience yeah. rather than just a shop that people walk yeah, into. Yeah, so because experience... perfume is very deep. It's mm. like, you know, sometimes some of, the, some of the perfume, a lot of people don't know that, but it contains mad ingredients. Mm. Like I got one called Amber Oud mm-hmm. and one of the main ingredients in that, it comes from the whale's poo. No way. Yeah, it's called Grey Amber. Wow. Like people don't know this. Yeah, 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 yeah. People don't even know, like, you know, Chanel, for an example, they had a fragrance. I don't know which fragrance it was, but they used to put cat urine in it. No way. But obviously they've stopped now because yeah, nowadays yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever you do to animals can consider to be okay. like, you know, cruelty. animal animal cruelty. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's mad. Um yeah, so this is the stuff I tell people when they yeah, hear, yeah, like yeah, this yeah. contains this, this contains that. Yeah, or things yeah. I've got another fragrance that's got saffron in it, for okay. example, and saffron is considered to be world's Very expensive, expensive herb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a pinch of saffron is like five pounds or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. people don't think these things are mad. You know, people don't realize like every art has an artist yeah. and every perfume has a perfumer yeah, yeah, and yeah. every meal has a chef. Yeah, so you need yeah, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. things to create this. This That's why... When people come here, it's not just me here. You smell nice. Try to see later. It's like, did you know this contains this? Right. Did you know if you apply this at this point? Like even musk, people yeah. don't know that it comes from the gland of the of the there. Like you know, you got the stomach and no underneath way. the stomach. That's pure musk, though. So it's you very. Let me tell you how ignorant. Does that I am, make, yeah. Does that make sense? No, no, it does, bro. Let me tell you how ignorant I am. Yeah, bro. I thought oud was just yeah. like you know from the tree, the sap. Isn't yeah, but oud? is it is. But is that yeah? Oud is yeah. basically wood. Okay. And oud is the world's mo- like basically fragrance contains different type of ingredients. Yeah, yeah. And the world's most expensive ingredients that's put in the fragrance is oud. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, and yeah, oud yeah. is comes from a tree. Okay. And this tree is only found in Southeast Asia, which yeah, is yeah. called the Aga tree. Okay. And Southeast Asia is like Burma, Indonesia, Thailand, mm. Vietnam, mm. and you can't find it elsewhere in the world except for these places. Mm. And a, a kilo of oud can go up to eighty thousand pounds. And it's very expensive. That's why, yeah, that's why Oud has become very classy. That's why you see Harrods mm. having Tom Ford, Oud Wood, Gucci Oud, Versace Oud. All these brands are introducing it now because mm. it's an, a, an, a very expensive ingredient. It, yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter about how good it smells anyway. Yeah. It's just the fact that it's a luxury item. It's a luxury item. Yeah. So that's why with this whole experience coming to Black Oud Lounge, you get to an uh, insight of mm. what's in the fragrance, how to apply it. Why is it so expensive? Even other things like even me when I started, I never knew they used to use the the waste of the well, like yeah, the poo yeah, of the yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sperm well, by the way. Um, so you got the blue well, which is the world's largest, and then the sperm wells after. So they mm. use the the waste of the well wow. to put in the fragrance, and I, I never knew that. And when you look more deeper into it, you're like you got you know Hermes, the company. Yeah, yeah. Like even with them, they got one guy sitting in a forest in a in a shed looking thing with his assistant and he's just producing fragrances and he's getting paid <laughs> sitting in the forest Wait. and this this how deep fragrances is like people don't realize yeah, it's like yeah, it's yeah, actually yeah. deep but people don't and that's what i guess that's why it's so expensive because it's just literally just one guy sitting there yeah one guy in sitting some there, rare place rare place and just making up <laughs> loads of different you know scents that could yeah that yeah. puts pleasure to your mind yeah, you understand? Yeah, yeah. that's the only thing that your brain has access to because your brain you have to sniff the particles and it goes into the brain and the brain tells you what this is wow does that make sense it's deep man but but people don't want to know that they just want to wear links all the time (laughs) so but yeah that's why i like i like perfume is becoming addictive it's knowledge isn't it knowledge that you learn it becomes addictive and stuff so absolutely absolutely um what's the future now the future is to build my empire hopefully Let's see what happens after GQ. Yeah. Uh, ideally, I would, like, I would like to open up more lounges. 
maybe spread that to America because I do have a lot of clientele in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's quite popular out there. And that's it, really. I've got a few countries in mind that I would like to open up Blackwood. Mm-hmm. But hopefully we'll see. Like, once I've targeted this five... Once you've done 100... Not hundred, but not hundred. No, I mean, I mean, once yeah. you put in a hundred to to this, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you were saying with everything else, yeah, yeah, oh, put hundred into yeah, that one yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what you're saying as well, make, yeah. Basically, make this one certified. Make this one certified, and then later I got five shops I would like to open, and then after that, anything that comes after that is a bonus. Does that make sense? Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe I'll go into beard oils or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right? yeah. So that's the goal. Yeah. Oud, five yeah. stores. Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah, I want to become like, I want to become UK's. You know, like trap star. Mm-hmm. I want to become the Oud version of them. Okay. You understand? Yeah, like, yeah. I want to be the UK leading Oud company in the urban scene. Okay. And how but are you going to do that? Just continue doing what I'm doing. Is there okay. anyone that, um, that you'd want to reach out to that would... Want to support it? I have people in mind, but they're, they're not easy people. So, But then at the same time, because of their lifestyle, is, there, is that the type of people I want to associate okay. my brand with? That's the question. But I know... Like here, for an example, I do get a lot of people. I've had one guy, well-known guy, called me, said, bro, I want to do a music video in your lounge. Mm. I said, okay, let's talk about it. He goes, yeah, but if I do come, I'm going to bring models. Okay, I'm okay, like, okay. okay, let's talk about that too. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes you get put in a situation like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, what yeah, do yeah. you, like, you need to say no sometimes because sometimes once you open that door, yeah, yeah, by the time you know it, you see music video people pouring out oud, like, Oh. Like it's like Hennessy or something or alcohol. Astaghfirullah. But yeah, but you know what I mean. No, no, 100%, but, bro, 100%. But that, that's how it's becoming like that, isn't it? So sometimes you have to strike the balance as well, man. And sometimes it can be challenging, but you have to enjoy it because once you overcome that challenge, it's like, raw. I didn't know I could do that, mm. you know? And um, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of other businesses that can, like for example, if you look at Facebook, Amazon, Tesla, these are multi-millionaire yeah. companies and they didn't, they didn't compromise their principles. You know, you don't see any indecency. So mm. why we don't need to do it ourselves? We just put your trust in Allah. Mm. You know, keep I personally believe because I've kept my, my utmost best to keep it halal. I believe that's why GQ reached out to me because of these reasons. Allah, authenticity. I was, authenticity. I kept it halal. They reached because I didn't go to them. I mm. could have just emailed them and got a you know a public relation yeah, PR yeah, yeah, to email yeah, yeah. you know. But they reached reached out to me. Said, look, we, we saw your brand. We'd love to have it in our you know in our magazine. What do you say? I said, yeah, I'm down. So there, there that's it, man. Bro, Walid, just before we end this, yeah, for all the people that are watching this that are probably struggling uh, in their possibly in their life, thinking yeah. that maybe I want to do something different. You know, I want to. I want to do something, you know, I, I'm passionate about Oud, I want to make it, or maybe I'm yeah. passionate about, you know, anything, photography, I'm passionate yeah. about cooking, I'm passionate about whatever it might be, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I want to start a business, I want to make money, like, I don't want a job, I don't want to go to uni, all yeah, these things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's your advice to these people, man? I would say, number one, know that it will take time, it's not easy, but like they say, Rome was a building a day, but once you get there, it's like a baby. At first you have a baby, and you have to raise that child to the point that it could walk for itself, feed mm. itself. Same way with the business. You have to look after it, nurture it to the point that mm. it feeds itself. When I mean it feeds itself, that means that it's making enough money yeah. for you to feel comfortable. Does that make sense? You know, you can wake up, be your own boss, lock mm. go, lock up when you want to lock up, mm. open up when you want to lock up. I mean, open up when you want to open up. No yeah. one can tell you nothing. 
But the one thing that a lot of people have noticed are scared of is their mindset. You know, that fear. They already think of failing before they've already started. Mm. The moment you think like that, you've already failed. Mm. Does that make sense? So a lot of people, they think of failing. Oh my God, what about if I fail? What about if I don't? Just do it. Like, you know, it's just Nike. That's mm. why Nike is Nike. Just do it. Just, yeah, just yeah, yeah. you know, just do it. You got nothing to lose. Just do it. What are you going to really lose? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, sometimes, even sometimes if we want celebrities, I want to reach out to celebrities. And I say, I think to myself, they're going to say no to me, man. The worst thing that a person can do is say no. Exactly. But you won't know till you ask. Absolutely. And the same thing is like, you need to try. Mm. You understand? You're better off trying and maybe something might come out of it. Mm. And you can say, okay, at least I tried. Or you always ask yourself, what about if I actually tried? But you never tried it. But mm. you think you're like, I could have tried. That will bother you more than yeah, actually yeah, trying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Does that make sense? Regret, regret is much, much worse than a failure. Basically, yeah. Uh, That's what I'm trying to say. So overcome your mindset. Mm. Your mind is the, the main thing. Your mind is like the engine of the car. Make sure your the car, like the body of the car can be rubbish, but the engine of the car will drive the car no matter how well the body of the car is. And that's your brain. Once your brain is functioning in a way that I can do this, push yourself, be motivated, be motivated, you can do it. And, mm. and right now is the best time to be at, at, at your best. You know why? Because a lot of people are going through depression, anxiety, insecurity. Mm. And you can overtake all of these people because they're already going through mental health themselves. Mm. So if your mind is strong, you can overtake them and build your business. Mm. And they'll they probably root for you to win because mm. they're thinking, I can't do that, but I want him to do that. Mm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So now's the best time to overtake. And plus now... Like, I don't, I don't know if you ever noticed, there used to be like a wave of people going to uni. Like, mm. all these people was going mad, going to unis and getting their degrees. Now, it's a wave of entrepreneurs. Mm. Everyone's got their own business. Like, everyone's doing trainers, for an example. Mm. Cleaning trainers, selling trainers, eyelashes, uh, mm. oud, or, you know, caps. Or yeah, like, everyone's yeah, doing something, yeah, do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everyone wants to be a something, but how you stand out from the rest is be consistent. Be consistent, because a lot of the time, people will fall off. And sometimes as well, people don't realize like, like for an example, you might do a clothing label, mm. for an example, and it might mean something to you. Mm. Another person might look at you and be like, oh my God, you know, he's doing so well. I want to do a clothing label. Mm. He's doing it because he's seen you're doing yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, when yeah, he exactly. realized, oh, this is hard. Yeah. I can't be bothered. I'm exactly. not doing it no more. He'll fall off. But you, you're doing it from a place that, you exactly. know, you're Passion. passionate about exactly. it. Yeah, does, yeah, yeah. does that make sense? That's Absolutely. why with Black Oud, it's deeper than fragrance. Mm. Does that make sense? I'm not doing it because I want to become a brand. Mm. Obviously, it's part of it now. But when I was doing it at the time, it's for me to survive. It was, mm. a, it was a way out for me. If Black Oud was a person, mm. I owe it to that person. Does that make sense? Because mm. they took me out of the things I was going through. Mm. The, you know, my depression, overthinking, wealth, and all mm. of that stuff. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And, you know, and that's what you have to just kind of like, and always be around positive people. And mm. I was going to post it over there on Instagram. It's like, you need to be around good people. People that's always going to tell you, bro, like, keep on going, keep on mm. going. Because sometimes you'll doubt yourself. Sometimes you'll put yourself down. Even me, the amount of times I wanted to give up. But mm. now I've got to a stage that I can't even give. If, even if I wanted to give up, mm. I have to rip this out. Sell this. <laughs> take down the sound. Like, do you understand? Where am I going to do? That, that itself is a headache. Yeah. Like, where do I get rid of all these fragrances? Like, do you understand? Like, I've, I've come so far yeah, that yeah. even if I wanted to, I can't. I can't. Turning around is hard yeah, work as well. Yeah, it's hard work now. <laughs> like, quitting is hard work. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the stage you need to get at. You need to push yourself to the stage that even to quit is hard. It's like, mm. oh, I can't even quit. I got customers relying on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. bro, when I started this, I used to have people calling me outside my house 12 o'clock at night. Bro, I need to get that perfume. No way. I didn't even answer. <laughs> you understand? It was so bad. 
in a good way. In a good way. Yeah, 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 yeah it's like exactly. it was that bad. But now, Alhamdulillah, unfortunately, everything's regulated. Yeah, now, yeah. tell them go to the website, yeah, book yeah. an appointment. Yeah, yeah. You understand? It's just like you have to you have to let people respect your time. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because yeah. if they really wanted it, they will come on time or respect it. Yeah, you know, exactly. They, they, does that make sense? But yeah, so my number advice, number one advice is like, don't be scared. Just try it out. Do it for do it for for fun. Just enjoy mm. it. If that doesn't work, try another business. Just mm. do it, man. Just mm. like you got nothing to lose. What are you gonna lose? You know, and set a budget to aside. Like if you feel like, okay, cool, how much do I need to start a business? Ask yourself how much do you want to start off with? Like mm. me, usually I say if a if a business is reasonable, like if you can start off with two hundred pounds. That's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Hundred pound, two hundred. Do it. You got mm. nothing to lose. Does that make sense? Mm. I started with nothing. Literally, the brother gave me Literally for free, yeah, for free. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. here's the thing. It's on credit. When you do well, pay me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? And now I got kilos of it. Like yeah, yeah, alhamdulillah, yeah. do you understand? So yeah, just enjoy it. Take it slow. You never know where it could take you. Like I didn't know I was gonna be here. I didn't mm. know like Team Westwood was gonna you know wear my stuff. Mm. But I'm here now, and yeah. Allahumma barik. Bro, listen, I don't want to end it on a on a on a on a down note, but yeah. you mentioned it a couple of times and, and I've I've wanted to ask you about it. It's just what you know, when, when how, do we how put to in? ask? How to not even how to ask is when do we when when do I ask it? Yeah, yeah. Um and, and I'm gonna ask it as the last question before before we finish this. And it is a deep question, right? Yeah, yeah. go on. And it's probably not the, the question that you're probably thinking about, right? But you have his suicidal thoughts, right? Yeah. I don't know if there's anybody watching this who's also got suicidal thoughts, but if there is, you never know. You're if human, there is, bro. you're human, man. You think you can't. Sometimes you can't control what you think, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. You understand? If there is anybody watching this who's yeah. having, you know, these thoughts of depression, anxiety, yeah. and is getting to a point where they're thinking like, "What's the point of this? Yeah, what's the point of all of this doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to not or this yeah, world yeah, or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna end it. That's easier. Yeah, right, bro. What are you gonna tell them? Like, if someone's came to you right now and said, "Listen, this is what I'm thinking about doing." Yeah. For me, at the time, I feel like, by the way, it is a deep question. I wasn't yeah, expecting yeah. that question there. For me, I felt like sometimes it's an escape. It's an escape from fear. It's an escape from overcoming things. And sometimes you don't know. It's overwhelming. You don't know how to deal with certain things. Like when I was broke, I didn't know how to deal with it because I've mm. never been broke. Mm. So you're starting to think like of other options. Like if I can't make money, mm. then maybe I can do this. Meaning like in my life kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. But it's not that deep, man. It's like, now that I'm here, like, alhamdulillah, like, I think to myself, that was so stupid of me. Why, why would I even think that? It's from the shaitan. Like, why would mm. I think that? Do you understand? Like, and sometimes, I know it sounds a bit selfish, yeah, but sometimes it's like, life is hard. Life will hit you. Mm. The hardest thing that will hit you is life. But it's not about getting hit, man. It's about how you get up from that hit. Mm. You understand? And sometimes, man, you have to... Sp- That's why I said to you earlier, you have to be around positive people because mm. the people will speak... They will speak good. You know, mm. a wise man once said, if you've got nothing good to say, don't say nothing. Mm. So you always have to be around people that will uplift you, make you feel positive, mm. believe in your brand or believe in you more than if you even believe in your own brand because yeah, yeah, yeah. they will root for you. They'll be like, come yeah. on, you can do this. I see you, the vision in you. Mm. Does that make sense? You have to be around positive people because mm. all of that energy will rub off. Absolutely. Does yeah. that make sense? 100%. And that's why I try my best on my Instagram. I try to be positive because a lot of people might watch it and I might say one thing that can be like, raw. I didn't think it like that. That's why sometimes... I might say dumb things like, you know, when he said to me, my car broke down and I was like, 
Guys, you have to be eagles. eagles don't, be, yeah. don't be pigeons. <laughs> don't be pigeons. You have to be eagles, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. See this life. You can't be. You're, you're not a pigeon. Yeah, yeah. You're an eagle. Yeah. You're going to conquer the sky. Yeah, yeah, Do you understand? Yeah. Things that happen in your life are only hurdles. And yeah. hurdles are just things that you can jump over. They're yeah. not a brick wall that stops you. Does that make sense? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So in terms of thinking suicidal, you know, speak to someone. Be around positive people. Don't speak to someone that's going to put you down yeah like sometimes we might even have our own family that yeah. might be negative like oh i'm going through depression and they start laughing at yeah, you like yeah, yeah. take paracetamol to get better <laughs> like you understand that's not the answer you have to you make sure like even with blessings any blessings you have make sure you share it with the right person mm-hmm. that want good for you otherwise don't yeah, share it that's deep yeah you yeah. understand yeah, yeah same thing with the depression share that share that with a person that want good for you because they might try and you know be patient they try and understand it because, bro, we're all human. We're all going through things. Do you understand? Mm. Like, we're not robots. Mm. Do you understand? We've all got problems, you know? Like, maybe my my situation of going through, for me to channel my problem, like, I know it's crazy, yeah, but some people might smoke drugs to, you know, overcome their problem, drink alcohol, you know, pray. Mm. But for me at the time, it was black root. That's why black root is so deep to me. Do you mm. understand? That was the way out for me. And sometimes you just have to find something that you enjoy doing that will take your mind off things, mm. relax. And don't end your life, man. This mm. like Allah gave you one life, bro. You can be the you be, you you might become. What's the word? What's the word I'm looking for, man? Like, you might you might do something that might you might leave a legacy behind. Mm. You understand? Like, don't let the shaitan just stop you, man. You don't know what's gonna be around the corner. Mm. Like, I never thought I was gonna be here. Like, I thought that was it. Mm. I need a way out. I don't know where money came. Like, when I went to the brother, I didn't think he was going to give me £2,000. Mm. I just went to him. I said, bro, like, I'm going through this thing. And he just looked and he just gave it to me. He didn't ask me nothing. He didn't say, when are you going to pay it back? He just gave it to me, cash in my hand. Like, expect the unexpected. You don't know what's around the corner, man. Mm. Does that make sense? Absolutely, yeah. And that itself was like, you have to be around positive people, man. Because... Mm. You know how it is, man. When you go on social media, you see the comments. People are just, they just cuss you. Mm. YouTube comments cuss you. Probably in this video, my people might cuss me, but I don't, but you have to remember, bro, like. Don't worry, any hate, by the way, yeah? Get banned. I don't, zero tolerance. It's not that. Look, <laughs> two things. Two things to remember. One thing to, re- num- first thing is, some people ain't gonna like what you do. Mm. The second thing to remember is, remember you don't care. Absolutely. That's that. Absolutely. Simple as that. People ain't gonna like what you're yeah, gonna do. Yeah, yeah. Haters, let those haters hate. Yeah. You understand? Let those negative people be negative. Let yeah, them do yeah. their jobs because that's what they get paid Absolutely, for. Yeah. You understand? You Absolutely. need someone to, you know, keep your fire going. Exactly. But always remember. It creates conversation as well. Yeah, it does. It does. But always remember that you don't care. Absolutely. That's the main thing, man. Just rem- prioritize the things that are really important in life, man. Mm. And uh, they understand. And, you know, don't be, don't be afraid to talk about it, man. Like, some people might be judged. Who cares if people judge you, man? So what? Mm. like so what like be a boss man mm. just I'm a leader I say what I want to say mm. and express yourself man don't feel shy or timid or mm. understand it is what it is you know but I don't know let's you know wrap it up from here let's or, leave it there my yeah. bro look Willie thank you so much for your time my bro yeah uh, this podcast is what like an hour and a half and uh, honestly bro I'm not even joking gassing yeah, yeah. I could sit and speak to you for like another three hours about yeah, probably there's a lot of things that uh, that you said that bro we just keep going analyzing deeper and deeper yeah. but um but i think that this has been very very beneficial alhamdulillah for for everybody's watching yeah um just quick shout out blackwood how can people find you how can people shop how like what should people buy like just a quick uh 
quick promo on yourself, you, bro, so that uh, other people can actually know like the good. Basically, I got one fragrance that is so controversial. It's called the Second Wife. But if you buy it, don't tell your first wife because she'll <laughs> come and blacklist. Blackwood will be blacklisted. Yeah, that's one. Obviously, there's a website blackwood.com, blackwoodlondon.com, Instagram blackwoodlondon. You can find me. Point, book an appointment. Come have a coffee. We can talk about oud. I can tell you what's in them, and that's it, really, man. Come share, spread the love. Love. By the way, the reason why I get my tongue twisted because I speak so many languages, okay. <laughs> I end up saying it in another language. That's why sometimes when I talk, like my yeah, my, yeah. my my tongue wants to say it in Swedish or say, <laughs> say it in another. That's why sometimes it just comes out weird. But yeah, man, you can find me. Just just Google Blackwood. You find me, man. Or I'll find you. However you wanna, <laughs> however you wanna do it, man. But yeah, man. Shout okay. out to you know. No risk, no nah, risk bro. for having me. Love Anytime. for the podcast, pleasure, man. Bro. Pleasure, man. Love, love, so love, 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 man. So, and, uh, uh, guys, make sure that you do follow Blackwood London, Walid. Make sure that you go support uh, the movement, everything that he's doing. Uh, you know, bro, if you're not going to smell, if you want to smell good, make sure you check yeah. out Blackwood. Otherwise, stay stinking. Stay stinking. <laughs>